Coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be texting, sexting, and seduction. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He's 24. He's still finishing up a degree. He's actually majoring in psychology. He says he's in good shape, says he's familiar with my work. But the problem that he's having with – he says the women he typically dates are like a 6 to an 8 on a scale of 1 to 10. Not really anybody that's knocking his socks off. But the problem that he is having is that he's going out on dates with women that he knows are really into him at first. But what's happening is over time, it just tends to drop off to the point where they're unavailable. And he's like, what the hell am I doing wrong? Because obviously he feels that he's partially following my work. He knows his game needs improving. And for those of you that are familiar with my book, that have read it the 10 to the 15 times, or at least several times, you're probably going to be able to pick up right away when I start going through this guy's email what he's actually doing wrong. And it's just amazing how people think they're – it's like this whole past week. It's like I see the same thing over and over. Well, the bottom line is people aren't getting familiar enough with the book, even though in the beginning of the book I say read it 10 to 15 times and I – and all the best success stories are guys that read the book 10 to 15 times and especially like the past week, it seems like half the video or even most of the videos I've done are from guys that just don't know the material that well. They think they know it well enough and yet they're making all kinds of simple mistakes. So I've got a quote that I wrote in this topic and we're going to go through this guy's email and see where he's going wrong in his texting and his sexting game so we can start getting better results. And so the quote says, too many men have been brainwashed by society and media into thinking that they must talk women into liking them and proving themselves to women to win them over romantically. The reality is that attraction is not a choice. A woman knows within three seconds of meeting you if she is attracted to you enough to date and possibly sleep with you. Guys who have lots of choices with women have no time to waste or to try and talk anyone into anything because they have an abundant personal life with people who really want to be around them and who make the effort. Guys who are in a scarcity mindset tend to be too nice, try too hard, and focus on doing and saying things to talk people into spending time with them. If you focus on being a person of value who only spends time around other people of value, who value what you have to offer, you'll never again chase people because you'll be so busy being awesome that you will have plenty of people who would love to spend time with you. If you act like you are unworthy, people will treat you like you are unworthy. So with that last statement in mind, as I go through this guy's email, do you pick up on the vibe that he feels he's unworthy by the things he's doing and by the things he's saying, even though he thinks he's familiar enough with my work? With that said, let's go through his email. He says, hi, Coach Corey. I'm 24 and deep into my studies now. I'm a third-year psychology student. I play social and indoor soccer about once a week. And I'm really into going to the gym four to five days a week. In short, I'm a passionate athlete. I generally meet women via social media and going out with friends when the school semester is complete. I generally date women ranging between eight, a six to an eight, obviously on a scale of one to ten, looks wise. So my game is somewhat tight. Notice how he thinks his game is tight, but still has room for improvement. 
it's always amazing the perception that we have of ourselves and how we're showing up versus the reality. And as a coach, that's what I do. I basically call people out on their bullshit. I point out where they're bullshitting themselves because my goal is I don't want people to be dependent on me. I want people to be self-reliant. That's in essence what I do is I teach self-reliance, people being able to make up their own fucking minds and make their own decisions so they can get the things that they want in life because after all, the true measure of a leader is not how many followers they have but how many leaders they create. That's so if you're watching this, I want you to be a leader. The word lead means to go first. The people that know what to do and do it and then everybody else around them can follow. I'm athletic, good-looking, and intelligent, but I'm introverted, which might be to my detriment. I would say absolutely not because if you tend to be more introverted, then you typically are going to be more of a listener. And I used to be very – like when I see girls that I went to high school with, and especially like when they find out what I do or just in talking, they're like, you used to be so quiet in high school. That's what they all say to me. You were so shy in high school. And being shy can be a good thing. If you're quiet, it can be a good thing. And here's why, especially if you're a guy. On a typical day, women tend to say on average about 8,000 words. A guy tends to say about 2,000. So right there, if you're just good at asking questions and being a great listener – Women will really like and appreciate that and especially in the business world, other people will like that because when you sincerely care about other people, when you take an interest in other people, you come off like a friend, not somebody who's trying to sell them on something or convince them of something. He says, because I'm generally a homebody who enjoys the occasional party and club vibe. And Like I said, when I was younger, that's one thing I was always really good at was being a good listener. It's just that my game was terrible because I didn't think very highly of myself. I did too much. I pursued too much. I called too much. I texted too much. I'd sit on the phone for hours with a girl having a great conversation when five, ten minutes into the conversation, I really could have just said, hey, you know, why don't you come on over? Let's make some dinner together. Let's grill out. Let's, let's get some burgers. Let's get some chicken and grill on the grill or let's go meet for a drink. In my mind, I was like, I got to be nice. I got to be respectful. I don't want her to think I'm just trying to get in her pants. So I'd literally sit and talk for hours at a time and I'd never get around to making a date. And then after several weeks of this, when I finally work up the courage to vomit up my feelings so we can take the next step or the next phase, whatever I thought that was at the time, by that point, when I bring it up, they're already thinking this guy's a great friend. He's great to listen to. He can be my emotional tampon. Well, I mean, women don't think that way, but that's basically what the guy becomes the emotional tampon or the gay male girlfriend or the, the nice guy, the hairy Hondas, as I've heard some women call it, who's always there to fix things for him and do things for him. It's just a bad way to go. It never leads to success. So he says, My problem is that when I meet women and start talking over the phone and texting, Women show high interest with flirting and sexting but have different reasons for not meeting up because they know I'm most likely to be home studying or something. So it's like they can afford to wait on me while exploring other options. Well, one of the cardinal rules in my book, what is the phone used for? It's for setting dates. And it's okay to sext with a girlfriend or a wife but not a girl that you're trying to go out on a date with or especially someone you haven't even slept with yet when you don't really know what you're doing. 
Because most guys, when they start talking about sex, when they're trying to be playful, they usually end up saying something that's like putting their foot in their mouths. And it doesn't end well. So right off the bat there, I can already tell you're using the phone to become the friend, the emotional tampon. Instead of if a girl reached out, hey, it's really great to hear from you. I'm about to head to a study group, but man, I really want to see you. When are you free to get together? What's your schedule like over the next few days? And you just say something like that and you make a date, boom. I mean, think about it. When you call your doctor or the guy that's going to fix your car, do you sit and chat on the phone for an hour? You're like, let's get right down to business. Let's make, let's make an appointment. When can I bring it in? When can I come in and see you? I mean, it's common sense, but when it comes to our personal lives and we're negotiating for ourselves, we think, oh, I have to be nice. I have to be respectful. I got to be available for all the time. And so women are getting to know that you're at home all the time studying. Well, that tells me you're talking on the phone too much instead of making dates. And again, if you don't think you have a lot to offer somebody, you're going to do what I used to do in my 20s. I thought, oh, I got to talk her into it. I got to get her to – so she gets to know me and then I'll ask her out on a date. I might spend two or three weeks talking to a girl on the phone and never ask her on a date. And by the time I finally work up the courage to ask her out on a date when she's already – I can feel she's slipping away and losing interest. By that point, it's, it's like the damage has been done. And then you get the, oh, I'm busy. Sorry. He says, this really bugs me because I want to eventually end up with someone who genuinely wants to be with me. you got to be a person of value. And if you're busy, you're not going to have time to sit on the phone for two or three hours or send 100 texts back and forth. Two to three texts back and forth max is all it really needs to set a date. Same thing, two to three minutes on the phone. Set a date. Be gl- Oh, it's so great to hear from you and hear your voice. I want to see you. I miss you. When are you free to get together? I want to kiss you. My God, the other night was amazing. That three-hour sex marathon, fucking amazing. I want to make love to you all over again. When are you free? Make the next date. Instead of having her make the logical conclusion to just settle with me. Again, attraction's not a choice, dude. The problem is that you're talking these women out of liking you by texting and sexting all the time thinking that you have to talk they already like you if you've especially if you've already gone out with them or they liked you from the, I mean if women like you they're going to make a date with you women help you when they like you they will go out with you maybe this particular guy's never even read the book yet maybe he's cherry picking some information from videos a lot of guys tend to do that cuz they figure I'm looking for the quick fix I'm busy I'm going to school I don't have time to read another fucking book I already got enough books already I got to read But think about it. Think about all the emotional energy and all the time that you walk around being frustrated about these kinds of situations. That's going to have a negative effect on your ability to be efficient when you do study. When you're sitting in class, you're going to be thinking about the girl that hasn't called you back or that seems to be unavailable or thinking about when you're going to call her next and talk to her for another hour or two. As opposed to making dates, hanging out, having fun, hooking up. Now you've got positive experiences. So when you go to class, you're not thinking about the girl that you're going to see tomorrow. You're thinking about the cute girl that's sitting next to you because, hey, maybe you want to go out with her as well if you're not obviously in a relationship at that point and you're just kind of casually dating, especially when you're this age and you're in college. Fucking play the field, dude. You're Being in college at, at your age, there's never going to be a time again in your life where you're going to be around so many beautiful young single people that are your age, that are like-minded, that have the same goals and same values as you. 
He says the only available – just to settle with me, the only available guy around after they've done all their messing around. So this is his model of the world. This is, this is how he perceives himself. Remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. And if so, if he thinks a girl spending time with him is a girl just settling and he's like the last guy around and the last person they could potentially call, he doesn't have a high opinion of himself. So a guy like that is going to incorrectly assume like I used to when I was younger, when I, basically I was his age, that I got to talk to her for several hours and then I got to talk her into liking me. Or guys that go out with a woman for two or three months and never try to kiss her. Oh, I've got to be respectful. So they act like the friend all the time. And then what happens is you, you can't go from acting like a friend all the time to then being lovers or being a boyfriend. It's, if you want to be your lover, always act like a lover. If you want to be a friend, then act like a friend. This, this kind of behavior is okay if you just want to be their friend. But when you want to hang out, have fun and hook up, it's like make a point, make a date. Make an appointment. Guys who are busy as fuck, they don't have time to waste. And that girl's going, I don't know. I'm not sure about my schedule. Maybe Thursday, but I don't know. I have to get back to you. And if a guy's got like one night open, he's like, well, if you're not sure, why don't when, whenever you figure out your schedule, you get in touch with me because I only got one night I'm free this week and I want to schedule something fun to do with somebody who can definitely make plans. So the guy that really doesn't have much time, he's not going to put up with the call back to verify kind of bullshit type of date or the girl who's unsure. If she's unsure and the guy's in an abundance mentality and he behaves that way because he's become a person of value and he knows he's a person of value, he's only going to take his limited and valuable time and share it with somebody who treats him like his time is valuable and important and a gift. And this guy acts like, please spend time with me. Somebody please give me some attention. That's the vibe. And if that's – again, people act consistently with who they view themselves to be. So if he's like the last guy on on their speed dial list, everything he says, everything he does is it's just a matter of time before she finds out what I'm really like, that I'm boring, that I'm an introvert and I'm no fun and she's going to toss me aside just like all the others have. But there's nothing wrong with you, dude. The only Your strategy sucks. You're employing an unsuccessful strategy to date, seduce, text and sext women. He says, I like some guidance on where things might be going wrong and what I should look out for. Currently, the girl, this girl and I talk frequently via texting. The phone is for date. If she's your girlfriend and she's texting you two or three times a day or Snapchatting you or what, sending a WhatsApp or a Facebook message, that's fine. But not somebody that you're trying to go out with in a date. You're talking frequently. The phone is for setting dates and you're not doing that. She's 21 and highly interested, at least so he believes. She initiates conversation a lot of the times and we flirt a lot. Do you hear anything about any dates? If you're busy and you don't have time to wait, see you've just you've already trained this girl that you're available 24/7. You got nothing going on in your personal life. But if you had three or four other women that you were dating, it's like back when I was this young, I was dating lots of different women. I was interacting with different women all the time. I was constantly going out, constantly. And even though I wasn't getting very many second or third dates, 
I was always on the lookout because at the time I was thinking I got to find the one. I got to find the one. I got to find the one. And occasionally I meet a girl that I felt that way about. But because I behave this way, she would always disappear. And I think, oh, gosh darn, I just haven't found the right girl yet. That's what I would tell myself. It never dawned on me that all these hundreds of women that I was interacting with over the several years over the course of my early 20s was that I was actually doing something to talk them out of it. Even though many of them, I could tell they were really into me. I just figured because I believed that I wasn't very good and didn't have much to offer, it made sense. So when I looked at the fact that I was getting blown off, it was like it, it was totally consistent with how I viewed myself to be, which was I'm not good enough, I'm not good looking enough, and I don't have enough to offer women. So I, I got to trick them into it. I got to get them to see how nice I really am and what a good guy I really am, and then they'll like that's what I would tell myself. Again, people act consistent with who they view themselves to be, whether the view is accurate or not. I had an inaccurate view of myself, but my behavior was consistent with my inaccurate view. And when I acted that way, women, of course, were always going to be like, well, yeah. Okay, well, if you're not worthy, great. I'm going to treat you like you're not worthy. So he says, however, when it comes to phoning her or contacting her to hook up, she always has something going on on that particular day but never suggests an alternative date to meet when she is free. Well, again, like I talk about in my book and in countless videos and Seven Principles Get an X Back is you're only going to ask on two separate consecutive occasions when a woman reaches out to you first to get together and if she won't make plans, then you stop asking. And from that point forward, your phone calls and your texts – see, at this, this point, you're interacting with this girl. You should cut her off already a long time ago doesn't mean say never call me again. It just means you don't ask her out anymore unless she brings up getting together first. She posts on social media what she's up to, etc. and isn't as busy as she claims to be. Yeah, she's just got other things that are more exciting and more interesting to do than hanging out with you because she already knows everything that's going on in your life because you've already told her with all the hours that you've probably called thinking that you're causing her to like you more. So I'm guessing she's either playing hard to get, is seeing someone else, or maybe is just interested in sexting but not really looking to take things anywhere. Another thing is you're focused on sex and getting laid when the reality is you should just be focused on creating an opportunity, an opportunity for sex to happen. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. If a, just like I talk about in the book, if a woman's reaching out to you, you should assume she wants to see you. And you make the date and then you get the fuck off the phone because if you spend time talking in person, you can read her body language. She's there where she can touch you and something physically can happen. You can't talk a woman into liking you through texting her 10,000 times and sending her and talking for thousands and thousands of hours on the phone. You've literally talked this girl out of liking you and now you're in friend zone. And the problem is, is she's, she's reaching out. But you're also still reaching out. You don't reach out and chase after a woman who won't make dates with you ever. You just don't do that. And again, this tells me you either haven't read the book and are just cherry picking some information out of the videos or maybe you skim through it once. But remember, people act consistent with who they view themselves to be. So if you don't think you're worthy and you read my book, you're still overall going – your natural tendency is going to be – to act in ways and behave in ways that are consistent with who you view yourself to be. So even though you've read or I'm sure you've probably heard before 
that the phone is for setting dates, if you don't believe you're you have much to offer a woman, you're gonna you're not even gonna be able to see that. It's not gonna register. You're just gonna continue behaving the same way you've always behaved, which is if you keep doing what you've always done, you're gonna continue to get what you've always gotten. Obviously, you're not happy with the results that you're getting. He says, I know the obvious thing to do is ditch this one girl, but I want to know where I could be going wrong because it's happened a few times before. Well, you're obviously continually doing the same things wrong and therefore, if I talked to all these girls who are blowing you off and asked them about you, they'd all tell me that they got rid of you for the same exact reason. I really appreciate the work you're doing, by the way. I'm, I'm a big fan and hoping to hear from you. Well, again, you need to be reading the book 10 to 15 times. And the phone is for setting dates. So what I would do with this particular girl, from now on, she is going to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And just like I talk about in my book, the guy really only has to pursue for really about the first two to three weeks until the woman starts consistently reaching out to him first within a day or two after their last date. And if you follow that formula, then what happens, you'll notice as the weeks go by, the woman reaches out more and more and it becomes more frequent. And as the frequency goes up of her reaching out, so do your dates. That way you're moving at her pace. You're never calling too much because you're not calling at all really and you're never seeing her too much because she's always the one contacting you. Therefore, when you go out, it's really her idea. And if a woman is chasing you, she is never going to be dumping you. And that's – again, that's the problem. You're over pursuing. You're, you're, you're becoming her therapist and her emotional tampon on the phone. That's why you're not getting anywhere. So next, give this girl one more time. If she reaches out because I don't really know everything that you've done, but just say the next time she reaches out, just be like, hey, it's great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I'm busy. I just want to call and chat. Just say, well, I'm really busy and I can't chat right now. So why don't you check your schedule and get back to me in a few days when you figure it out and we'll plan something in. i got to run. And then from that point forward, you're never going to ask her out again. If she won't make plans on that call, then that's it. You're not asking her out anymore until she brings it up first. And even if she calls you a few days later, hey, I just want to call and chit chat to say, hey, it's really great to hear from you, but I'm all jammed up right now. I don't know how much I don't have time to talk, so I got to run, keep in touch. And you're going to give her that same response. Same thing with the texting. Take your time responding. You know, this particular girl, if she calls you after seven or eight o'clock. Call her back or text her back at around 11 o'clock the next day. Let her wonder where you are. This creates scarcity. Scarcity creates value. It makes her now start to – because now you're harder to get a hold of. It's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. When that kind of shit happens, when you go from being available all the time to like, I can't get a hold of this guy. Is he dating somebody? Is he fucking somebody? What's going on? He, went, he said he was out with a friend the other night and I saw him on his Facebook. He was hanging out with this group and there were two pretty girls on either side of him and she's like, well, maybe he's with one of these girls. She'll try harder. She'll bring up getting together. But like this particular woman, your pursuit is over. Never again. Even if she starts reaching out to you consistently. The bottom line is that unless she's reaching out to you, you're not going to talk to her because you've already talked too much, dude. You literally talked this girl out of liking you. You've become her gay male girlfriend. It's not a good place to be. You only get blue balls that way. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.